this that stripper shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Good afternoon, everybody. What's going on, y'all? My name is Ruckus Man, and this is the code name Agents of Chaos. We back again. Still, I want to thank all of y'all for joining me this afternoon. Let's get straight to the to the, to the matter at hand. Let's get straight to the introductions. We got Miss Light Skin, Miss Light Eyed, Miss Indy Personified. Say hi to the people for me. What y'all saying? Indy in the building. There you go. Oh, new intro in the place. Yeah. <laughs> y'all hear it, huh? No more. Hey, people. Well, we, we, we can hear hey, people in a little bit now. You know, hey, okay. pe- hey people. Oh, shit. <laughs> Next up, we got Brother T.Y. Say hi to the people for me. How it go, everybody? How it go? Hey, but Ruckus, I uh, just want to say something. Now, drum music is triple club bound. I mean. You, you think get, so? You can hear all the bass in that. I think Man. if you play that. Yeah, take me by ass, the strokers, you Magic that, City. You oh, that yo. in the strip club. Yeah. I bet you oh, ass will be clapping all over the place. Play Give that rounds of applause. One more, game. One more game. Rounds of applause. Uh, only, only thing, though, is um, like Jermaine Dupree in the sound said, Strokers, we don't go no more because they don't know how to treat you when you come through the door. That's no. a lie because they treat me good when I walk through their door. Oh, we need to go back with Miss Indy then, shit. I never, I never had a complaint in I ain't never strokers. had no problem in Strokers. <laughs> Magic City, the Blue Flame. I oh, yeah. still okay. smell like y'all on the Rest stage. The Pink Pony. Oh, the, oh, the Pink Oh, shit. Yes, that's right. The Pink Pony, yeah. Boy. The Body Tap. Oh, flip. Ain't never had no problems. Tootsie's uh, Cabaret. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Oh shit! That's down in Florida. Yeah, the cabaret. Okay. Not the cabaret. Not the cabaret. Hold on, hold on. But but before before we move on, let's have a moment of silence for King of Diamonds. Okay. Okay. Let's okay go. That's <laughs> <laughs> now today's topic we talking about eco tripping today. Eco tripping. Now we can get into or if you pay attention, you'll understand exactly what we mean by eco tripping. But we talking. Ecology, environmental, and all that. And my guest today is Brother Bradley Rutherford Jr. Say, say hi to the people for me, sir. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the Code Day Majors of Chaos podcast, sir. Um, yeah, so with an environmentalist on the show, and as crazy as we just fucking get. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, firstly, you know what? Let's start off kind of civilized then. So, uh, Brother Brad... Tell us about yourself and your channel, and how did you get into this particular uh, topic? All right. Well, uh, I started the channel in uh, December of 2018. What's, what's the name of your channel? Brad's Bahama Eco Trip. Okay. It's uh, on YouTube, and uh, basically the channel is about creating awareness uh, in ecology, mm. uh, teaching everybody about. Uh, the environment mm-hmm. in a palatable way, okay. but also making it, I guess, interesting enough for an older audience. Okay. So I try to make it uh, palatable for all ears and visually um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so question. I, I want to I start with Miss Indy and Brother T. Let's start with you, Miss Indy. You think Bahamians give a shit about the environment? <laughs> they give a shit about the environment i okay for me mm-hmm. i do give a shit about the environment because mm-hmm. i have children okay and i'm an outdoorsy type of person mm-hmm. and um yeah so for me yeah i don't know about anybody else i can't speak for them mm-hmm. 
but I like being outside. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I give a shit about the environment. Mm. What about you, about the T.Y.? Do I, we? People give a shit about the environment. Anybody else's environment, the hell with that. But me... Not, not, see, now that's a problem. It is a problem because... <laughs> I mean, I'm unless they get in a hundred thou, but anyway. Oh, we go. Oh, we go. Not hush, today, goddammit. Not hush, today. Hush, shit. Hush now. Hush now. Hush now. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, people don't care about if it is if it's outside. Um, when I say environment and their own, mm-hmm. people care about their own space. Mm-hmm. Basically, some yeah. of them mm-hmm. they don't care about the space next door. They got to worry about their own space. Mm-hmm. But the economy, that the city economy, the, the ecology is more than just your yeah, space. space. Yes, exactly. you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. yeah, but when I say uh, people don't give a shit about the the, 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 the ecology, but mm-hmm. they care about their own environment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So in, in your opinion, brother Brad, same question goes to you. Do Bahamians care about them? Do they give a shit about the environment? I it, think overall. I think we do. I mean, again, like Mr. Nee said, it's hard to really speak for anybody else, but I, I do feel like we, uh, as a people, take a lot of pride in anything that we do. Mm-hmm. So just naturally, uh, vicariously, if you will, mm-hmm. we, we care about the environment because it's connected to a, a lot of what's important about the Bahamas, tourism being mm-hmm. so important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just ingrained in us to make sure that we, uh, I guess, preserve in everybody's own way mm-hmm. the environment. Uh, so, yeah, I do think uh, most Bahamians care. And, you know, just like me, if you didn't know mm-hmm. me personally, mm-hmm. you might have randomly caught me picking up garbage on the beach. I'm sure at, at one point or another, people have done something to show in mm-hmm. one way or another that mm-hmm. they care about the environment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say we, we do. Okay. You know? All right. Um, what, 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 would you, what would you say is one of the things you're trying to ultimately achieve with not just your channel, but the work you've taken up doing? I'm trying to, uh, it's uh, it's an outlet for me, so mm-hmm. I definitely feel like uh, I get a lot of peace and self-actualization mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. So just whether it be a beach cleanup or mm-hmm. sharing a little thing on Instagram or Facebook, uh, letting people know that uh, this animal does this or, or, or mm-hmm. this is actually a scientific name. Everybody isn't into that, you mm-hmm. know, but I do feel like it. it's an outlet. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, I get some form of tranquility from mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but also at the same time i'm shocked at how much it it, it, it has an impact on mm-hmm. uh people mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. um there have been friends of mine that have come up to me and be like oh you know i really enjoy your channel and i was like wow i wouldn't have yeah it's short and sweet answer. and to the point yeah yeah I, i'm sh- i'm shocked that you know one, one of the things i appreciate about brad's channel is like you said he, he breaks it down you know what certain things are what certain animals are what certain vegetation is there's always people always say that we don't know um, enough about our culture we don't and for well, the, i'll say this generation does like the older the, the, yeah. generation before they knew a lot about it but i don't know but mine I, I ain't that. I, 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 I'm is not that old. <laughs> you know, but, I grew, I grew up catching crab and going mm-hmm. in the bush, picking guana berries and sea grapes in it. Well, no, no, we got to back up a bit because uh, you got to explain to the people what guana berry is. That's a native Bahamian fruit. You know, you listen. The people around here believe our native fruit is collect. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> if you hear me. That's one of them. <laughs> Collect gives you that's the, the feeling, <laughs> and Collect gives you the rhythm. That's one all season round fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Collect is all season round. But yeah, I grew up. Yeah, picking, Collect, Collect, don't sponsor us neither, so we can stop right there. Picking guana berries and sea grapes and going on, going fishing. Mm. And mind you, growing up in Deadman's Reef, I grew up in Deadman's Reef on the beach. Mm. So when we went fishing, we hardly used to use. Um, fishing lines. We mm. use rock and we use stick, and we mm. run the fishes in the rock and, and the mm. thing. So you know, we know about the ecology and the, mm. the environment and everything like that growing mm. up around there. A lot of these children now they, they don't, don't get that they don't no. experience. That. Mm. Yeah. What you know, that down home if, outside if like, running around? If it ain't yeah. on a tablet. They don't know nothing okay. about it. It has to be an electronic device in order for them to learn something. Oh, so, so, which is so sad. So, so we only fish with an app. Mm-hmm. Pretty we much. Need to fish with an app. Pretty much. God damn it, damn it, damn it. But, <laughs> <sighs> Brother Brad, I want you to tell us a little, more, little bit more about yourself. You know, are you from Grand Bahama, born and raised, all that? You yep. know, tell, tell us about yourself, man. All right. I'm from Grand Bahama, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I uh, went to Sunline School. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stinger. For, yeah. It was a shout, shout out to Sunline. Stingers. Yeah. Well, until about grade eight, mm-hmm. around 98, and then 99. Went into Freeport High. Okay. So graduated a warrior. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And I always loved the water. Mm-hmm. I had a passion for everything to do with water from when I was very small. Mm-hmm. My mom got me enrolled in swimming at an early age. So mm-hmm. I swam with Mr. Bell. You know, mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to Mr. Yeah. Bell, one yeah. of the best. Okay. And Garvin Ferguson. He okay. Was very <laughs> instrumental mentors in my life. And they gave me my first uh, taste of. of, of being comfortable mm-hmm. in the water. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, swimming was a hobby. But one thing my mom did was she always uh, let me know that there was no boundaries as mm-hmm. far as what I could do, mm-hmm. you know. So one year I was interested in roller hockey. She bought me all the gear. And yeah. League. I don't know if you remember there was a league. Yeah, game. yeah. Yeah, so I did that for a while. Did squash for a while. Got the opportunity to play uh be on the national team for the Bahamas for squash. Okay, okay. And All I right. bet they, I bet they think it's bougie here because black people don't play squash. We eat it, but <laughs> 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 we don't play it. Plenty of us don't know what squash is. <laughs> well, it's a growing, it's 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 a growing uh, market for these niche sports. Mm-hmm. I guess. So what yeah. would have been considered bougie back then is people have. Starting to find it, you know, it's fun. It's a different, yeah. It's it's different, you know. Yeah. I it's like different it. than yeah. playing uh, what is it, softball and football and basketball, basketball yeah. and, yeah. and and straight, or it's called cricket. Yeah. Okay, okay, my bad. You know what? I saw that. <laughs> that was a good one. It's a nut. So, uh, brother Brad, could you tell us, like, when was the, when was the moment you knew that ecology and Things pertaining to envir- the environment was, the, was your calling in life. Well, I have to first of all give my father props because he mm. uh, introduced my sister and I to National Geographic. Mm. And I feel my like that really, job. yeah, that unlocked yeah. the door for me early, mm. early. Mm. Like he had a subscription from like the seven, six, seventies, mm-hmm. and he had hundreds of them, and we would just go through the the books and it would take my sister and I to different worlds because you know it's mm. full exactly. of yes. exactly yes exactly children so, don't get this nowadays yeah, exactly. it's National Geographic still yes like yeah, they're, they're still around they're, they're still, still around. publishing yeah. and then mm-hmm. they, they have two channels Nat Geo and Nat Geo Wild mm. which is yeah. I love awesome. them yeah. Yeah. Awesome. exactly you yeah. could get the well back then it, the, you know the channels weren't really 
there. It was oh, also yeah. just no, the magazines just magazine. that were out yeah. there. Yeah. And any doctor's office or whoever office you go into, you get, get about 50 of them exactly. spread out. That's right. So you sit there and, and you just flip the pages. Everybody knew the magazine with the golden borders. Like, exactly. And the, and with and a tiger on the front. And the royal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or what they call it, the eight? The, <laughs> the round one or the flat one, and then oh 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 oh, is that another episode? That's, yeah. another, that's another day. So right, now hold on now, we, we we can see who 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 all but nobody nobody change right now. So if we had to choose. Discovery or National Geographic? Who we going with? Shit, can I put both? Both? All right. Both. Going with right now, right now, Discovery has a lot more channels to offer mm. than National Geographic. It's only Nat Geo and Nat Geo Wild. With Discovery, you get mm. Discovery Science, you get Discovery Life, you yes. get Discovery Turbo, Discovery mm. Velocity, yep. Discovery Channel. You just yeah. been discovering. You got huh? Discovery. You got Discovery <laughs> if, if, Investigation, if Discovery, and all of that. So I love Discovery, but Nat Geo and National Geographics, they have a lot. More mm-hmm. um, shows pertaining to the environment and okay. and and, and yeah. animals yeah. and everything else like that. Right. Like when you, we stick to the script, you know, the discovery. Yeah, they, this, it, they, it's multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but National Geographic was the the core. Yeah, yeah. Like look, today we talk about zebras and that's it. I think that's where Discovery <laughs> got else. their inspiration from National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. because Discovery did a lot of um, other documentaries as well about. Mm-hmm. The, the the ecology and the mm. world and everything like that. Um, mm. I when I watch them all, I yeah. fa- I'm fascinated about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so. after you get high. <laughs> you go so deep into that. <laughs> I, I never knew. It's like a I, whole I, new. I world. never knew there was millions of caribou. And up until I saw this, I didn't know what the fuck a caribou was. <laughs> yeah, those wheels spinning. Yeah. <laughs> you understand it? Like, huh. like, wow. What? You understand? But yeah. So, but brother, brother Brad, that's what your name? Yes. Yeah, yeah, brother okay. Brad. Yeah. Um, without saying too much, I know that the, the, the government tries to have, they have the little, um, um, the national or the, the parks or the, mm-hmm. the national areas where people can't fish or if yeah. you think they're doing enough of that or there is enough of that um, well, in, in marine, protected areas? Marine protected areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's very, it's, sensitive area mm-hmm. because you know like everything can't be protected because yeah. you yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's there's a balance it, it has to be a balance, balance and mm-hmm. you want to make sure that we're not infringing so much on what's for the Bahamian people mm-hmm. you know so those things you know they're not entirely government it's also a lot of NGOs yeah, okay. Uh, okay. and you know uh, mm-hmm. there's obviously has to be like a, con- a connection a, a working relationship mm-hmm. so you we definitely need to just be mindful that everything can be protected locked off yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah because yeah. yeah. we, st- we still got a fish yeah we've talked about this I like how you're both of you um, Ms. Indy and Brother T.Y. mentioned that you were fishing in Deadman's Reef. So while we're on this topic, I do want to ask. First of all, where do we stand when it comes to fisheries in the country? Like, do we know what we're supposed to fish, what we can't fish? Are we familiar with the different seasons of fish? Whatever bites the line comes in the boat. Well, nowadays, <laughs> <laughs> that too. But you, right, like right now, I think the grouper season is still closed. 
I believe I so. I think it is. I think I the believe so. season is closed from January until some part of it's, March. It's, it's, it's open. Oh, it's just it's, about to open. It's open already. Oh, oh it's open yeah. already. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, I know. End of February. I know okay. when there's a group of season. I know when there's a lobster season. Mm-hmm. I know when snappers biting. <laughs> <laughs> I know around Easter time, they just go away because they don't want to be on nobody's plate for Good Friday. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, what are the the... What is the what the what's the fish we can eat and what's the fish we can't eat? I know lionfish. They say you can't. Yeah, eat. no, guys. Caught one of those you before. You can eat lionfish. I mean, oh, well, the, the lionfish you have to prepare it or you have to the know how to prepare. Yeah, yeah, to take the the, the spines and things from it. Yeah, yeah, no, I but, agree with yeah that. you have to know how to prepare it. And mm. ain't everybody know how to do that. Mm. Because what about you get, parrotfish? You can get stick be? with a lionfish well, thing. Um, you could it could kill you. They're poisonous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're poisonous. Parrotfish. Yeah, pirate fish. Uh, it's that's more of a frowned upon thing. There's no law here against eating pirate fish. That's mm. a sweet but fish. It they they are important um, in destroy. Like they'll 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 basically digest. Sorry, not destroy. They'll <laughs> digest all of the old reef because uh-huh. you know when the coral dies, it leaves behind its exoskeleton. Yeah, and a lot of micro algaes grow over it. Mm. And what they'll do is a form of um, Recycling, I guess they'll okay. chomp it up, digest mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. poop out sand. So they're one of the primary sand producers oh, in the world, you okay. know. And sand is the type of sand we have anyway is a finite resource, you mm-hmm. know. Like it, it can run out, you know. So wait, wait, wait. Let, 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 let's let's back up a bit. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Are you are you are you telling me, brother Brad? So if they that that sand is basically fish shit, basically. God, yeah. you do you know how much shit? That has to come from fish Listen. for all the different grains of sand that exist around the world. And then you say it finite. That fish means in the it, sea. Can, it, can, it, can, it can run out. That means um, how long before I get my hundred grand? <laughs> 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 how much hundred grand I can get? Yeah, when you look at the types of sand around the world, like they're all they're not all created equal. Mm. And the reason people come to the Bahamas is because our, our sand is more fine. Yeah, it's mm. very powder fine. Yeah. And the color that you see in our waters is mm-hmm. due to the, the sand. Sand, sand yes. Know, like, you know, in the spectrum of light, mm-hmm. you know, um, red pierces. Yes. Uh, blue reflects Reflex. back. It's one of the, yeah. the colors that reflect back. So mm-hmm. you have that reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, now, depth of water and that reflective uh, blue color mm-hmm. mixed with the powder white sand is what creates that beautiful aqua yes. color mm-hmm. and that's what okay. people love so much okay yeah, beautiful the exumas oh yeah yeah is a perfect example. Well, yeah. you fly exactly. over exuma listen to me yeah I, I don't listen i don't get no one say i think that's some of the best waters on planet earth because you could see yeah. sometimes the ridges in the sand yeah. yes. even up thousands of feet in if, the if air, i'm not mistaken the there was an astronaut that when she was asked what was the most beautiful thing she'd seen from space? And the she said, the, the waters of the Bahamas. Yeah. They all say it. Yeah. They, and they all eventually invest in property here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Selling us cheap. Yes. Just like, our, you know. Like $2 holes. So, and, 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 you know, you know uh, Ragged Island is $19 million. Let's move so, on. Hey, guys, I, I, <laughs> wait, what? I was, I was about, Little Ragged Island little ragged is a island. private piece of paradise. $19 million on auction. What you saying, girl? What you say? We can put together and make can, and get we, that. We can do that. We can yeah, do that. Shit. Yeah. Give me a couple of millenniums. You shave. <laughs> what the fuck? You shave and I shave. We should have enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Home book lad. All right. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. So, okay. So, we, we talked about, you know, 
the different kind of fish that can eat. What are some of the fish we need to stay away from? Um, well, definitely shark. You don't. You can't eat shark meat? You, you should can, but it's illegal. Yeah. Can't shark. So. I'm telling you, no lie. Shark meat is some Let sweet me tell you If he bite the line, he lemon, coming in the boat. Lemon shark? Well, well, he needs a little bit of salt on that. Uh-huh. Fresh Good lemon shark? Ooh. Well, I just I'm like the record to <laughs> state that I am not uh, in any way in agreement <laughs> with catching sharks. What about turtle? Can illegal. turtle be no, eaten? No, turtle, 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 turtle is an endangered species. Yeah, You can't even put that on your menu, girl. Turtles. It's called shh. It's hush, hush. Hush, okay. So, so, okay, so no shark meat. No turtle. No turtle. No, no, turtle. Turtle. no, no flamingo no, either no, in Inagua. Flamingo. They just have that too. It's called flamingo hush, hush in Inagua too. Oh, okay. You can't eat flamingo. I mean, but, hold on. But I does it taste it good? Donkey meat. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's, flamingo. No, it's, that too. it's flamingo, donkey, and turtle down in Inagua. When you see mm-hmm. them have hush, so you got to find out exactly which, which hush, hush it is. Which hush yeah. they keep it quiet. Oh, okay. Here's the thing about they, flamingos, though. They, they kind of little on the scrawny side. Yeah, so. they, not, none of that stuff tastes good enough to justify getting yeah. eating it. Yeah. For right. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So, Mr. Brad, do you do tours all up, up, um, up and down the archipelago of the Bahamas or just in Grand Bahama? I can, um, but I, Reese, the past what, 10 years or so, I've, mm-hmm. I've been stationed in Grand Bahama mm-hmm. uh, doing the tours. So, I'm open to moving to different islands temporarily to get some tours. And I have done things on different islands, but mm-hmm. mostly I'm in Grand Bahama. Grand Bahama is where my expertise lies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've a few times taken uh, scientists out that have come to do research. Mm-hmm. What they research? Field guide for them. Uh, climate change and um, coastal erosion, things like that. Oh, we can still get into that shit. Mm-hmm. So we. Uh, um, after they do whatever it is research, I just for fun show them a few things like the mangroves in different areas. Uh, uh, talk a little bit about the history of the island, and mm-hmm. that's again where my expertise lies. So mm-hmm. they definitely enjoy the tours in that regard. But yeah, I keep it mostly in Grandma. So, Brother Brad, Brother Brad, before you tell us about one of your tours or some of your tours, have you ever been to or? Visited Bimini in the Shark Lab and the mangroves they have over there. Yeah, I've been to Bimini. Uh, that a few if times. You have you have any of you ever been? No. That is awesome. It's okay. very it's a very awesome um, um, thing experience. To do. All yeah. right, mm-hmm. all right. I was actually a part of a, a planting exercise. There was a documentary that mm-hmm. was shot in Bimini um, by Linda Ball. Okay, I think her name was. Um, Miss Ball, mm-hmm. uh, she was from New York, and she came down and she did a collaboration with um, Waterkeepers Save the Base, and uh, I offered my uh, consultancy abilities mm-hmm. to, I guess, help to coordinate where the mangroves would be planted. Okay, because mangroves are a passion of mine, so mm-hmm. I uh, assisted with uh, making sure that they were planted in a way where they wouldn't be uprooted, mm-hmm. because uh, first years of the mangroves, uh, the propagules. Mm-hmm. Uh, life is is very essential because that's mm-hmm. the time when they're rooting themselves down okay. and you know acclimating to the environment and creating that foundation, which later becomes the uh, the land that mm-hmm. we live on. So okay. let, well, let, let's stop right there for a second. Um, mangroves, what are they? Our first line of defense. In well, a actually, region. the reefs are the first <laughs> line of defense. <laughs> reefs. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the coral reefs. Mm. Yeah, the mangrove mangroves is a nursery. Mm. It's so many things. It's a border protection. Mm-hmm. 
you know it it helps to create land mm-hmm. like when the mangroves die their root system is the infrastructure where topsoil and sand can blow over okay and actually make an island bigger okay mm. so okay. it's like a skeletal system if you will okay but whilst uh, the mangrove is alive it's a recycling bed you okay. know okay. a lot of uh, the dead matter or the detritus mm-hmm. uh, breaks down and it forms very nutrient rich uh, fertilizer okay you know for other types of vegetation is also a food source okay so the mangrove is a, a million things it's so, a so safe haven for, for so so for so, baby so fishes and stuff so exactly. what what i what i'm hearing is you know when the government decide to stop decking around and pass this particular bill and if I want some fertilizing soil to grow in, then to not, me. It's not. So we can't, can we use <laughs> that soil not. for like land purposes? Like if you want to start a garden, they are not can I use that soil okay. from the uh, mangroves? To mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, okay. there, there's a certain components necessary for soil to be its best. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And know. the mangroves pres- possess that? Okay. Yeah. They, they How deep do their roots go into the sand? They could get pretty deep, uh, you know, five feet. It may mm-hmm. depends on the species. There's mm-hmm. over 80 species. Okay. You know, here we have three that we, um, that are highlighted in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, the Rhizophora mango, it's the red mangrove. Mm-hmm. The Abyssinia germanans is the black mangrove, mm-hmm. and the I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> Lug- only because it's black. Lagunculari racemosa, that's a white mangrove. No, yeah, I don't like I don't that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all very useful. The red mangrove is actually the predominant one, so that's the one you could find everywhere. Any mangola? So, 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 uh, 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 so, so, since the red mangrove is the most productive one, but Levon Hamilton. Predominant one, not productive. Predominant. Predominant. Okay, but Levon Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you know exactly. All right. Sorry about that. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. Shout out to Levon. Shout out to El. Any Mangola? Not to be confused with mangoes. I know. Mangroves. 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 With a V. E S. All right. So okay, we talked a little bit about mangroves and how important they are. I'm glad you mentioned that because I didn't even know some of that. Um. So we have the mangroves from then, where do we move to? Like after the mangroves, then is what? Uh, well, there are six eco zones mm. uh, that we uh, have in Grand Bahama, particularly. Okay. Some islands have less. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have the white land coppice. Now, white land coppice, are we going closer to the beach or? Co- closer to the beach, yeah. Okay. Um, well, the rocky coastal sand strand is what, what we call the beach. Okay. And then after that, we have the white land coppice, and then we have the mangrove. So okay. the mangrove uh, has estuaries that connect from the ocean, and they cut in. The tide going in and out over many, many years will eventually cut its way in uh, to form these intertidal creeks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so in that case, coming from the ocean, uh, the mangrove would be the third. So on one side, you would have the white land coppice mm-hmm. beside the mangrove. So you have some vegetation that can transition uh, into uh, the other ecozone. Mm-hmm. And these are trees that are considered to be halophytic. Halo- like they, they love the salt-tolerant trees. Okay. So buttonwoods are sometimes classified in the group of uh, mangroves. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would, say, be growing on the border between the 
white lime uh, coppice and the uh, and the mangrove. Okay, yeah. okay. Hey, uh, I'm teacher. Pick me, teacher. Um, I'm a sound dumb, right? Uh, I mean, I did marine biology in school in the state. Shout out to American Senior High. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> explain to people like me and everybody else what is white lime coppice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean explain to us? Like, yeah. <laughs> coppice. Uh, it means wooded area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And white lime refers just to the. Uh, composition of the topsoil or the the you know the substrate. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. white land. We have black land coppice too. So that will be a darker substrate due to um, the breakdown of the the matter in the area. Mm-hmm. It, it just forms a darker material. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. See, because growing up in Bimini, I mean, it ain't coppice, right? But coppice is something different. You oh, know, sure. and I got to find out exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you're doing your next tour, because I want to go. Yes. Oh, shit. Well, they're sort of call to, to order um, I, I don't really have a set schedule you know tourism has been completely upended mm-hmm. in the country but then we shouldn't just be depending on tourism that should be incorporated into the the schooling system mm-hmm. curriculum the agree. syllabus I agree the all of that yeah that way the, the, the students the, especially for the, the primary schools mm-hmm. allow them to get out there and learn something about the country that they're growing on it should also be something that I'm gonna do. I'm, what he named the Lloyd Man Ministry of Education. You know, put this in the syllabus, man. Field trips to the mine groves and things yeah. like is he, that. Is, 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 he, is he still the Minister of Education? Because, you know, they be bouncing them around. Oh, man, listen. <laughs> as, far, as far as I know, yeah. Okay, okay. But, yeah, put the, 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 the Bahamian children don't know nothing about this country. No. Mm. Nothing at they all. They know more about the damn monarchy than they do about their own country. People sure. don't even, uh, uh, and half of them don't know who Jack Hayward is, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Well, they, so, so, so is, is, are things like that in the school system as far as you know? Better I mean, when I worked at the tour company, uh, Grand Bahama Nature Tours, mm. we took a lot of schools out on, on different tours. It was usually along the lines of BGCSE coursework. No, so it, it, it seems, needs to be more than it just It needs that. to yeah. be yeah. more than more because than you have a lot of students that may say they're not interested in it and the reason they're not interested in because it is because they don't, they know, don't know. Exactly. If you don't introduce it to these children at an early age, you would never know that they have an interest for certain things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything is just not all about um, um, political parties and, and, and stuff and, like that. And, and, I, I would also imagine too, if the children know more about their environment and their they'll culture, take better care of they'll it. They'll take better care of it, and then they won't allow other persons to, to come, come in, in and take and advantage exactly. of what we have. Exactly, you know. I, I hate to drive ar- along the streets and see trash mm-hmm. all over the place because that's annoying. It's like, come on, man, take pride in your country, yes. take pride in where you reside, yes. not just like your I, little space. Like Ty said exactly. in the beginning, yeah. they only care about their personal environment. Mm-hmm. It's the whole environment. You mm-hmm. have to represent yeah. your country. You mm-hmm. cannot just allow pe- persons to come here. From other places illegally and just shit on our space. Amen. Well, now, now I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Ms. Indy, because I want to talk about that a bit, um, especially how we were talking about, you know, the coastal area. Mm-hmm. Um, is the littering problem, specifically in Grand Bahama and by extension the rest of the country, is littering a problem? Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a massive problem the, mm-hmm. okay I for instance I had a uh, I don't know if I would call it a initiative mm-hmm. that uh, I did 
uh, called Preserving the Salt Life. And mm. I basically challenged myself to collect 155-gallon bags of garbage mm. on the beach. And I was motivated by the amount of garbage that I would see when I'd go out mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. either with my daughter or my wife. Uh, we'd go walking and we'd see the copious amounts of trash just mm-hmm. strewn about for miles. And mm. that's not to speak directly... Uh, you don't know who did it in particular, but it was obviously a collective effort mm-hmm. over an mm-hmm. extensive amount of time. Yeah. But I thought it important to challenge myself to do that. And along the way, I got help from uh, good friends of mine here and there once they caught on to what it was I was doing and the consistency mm-hmm. that I was doing it with. But yeah, basically, long story short, in a little over a year, I collected 155-gallon bags of, of garbage. So mm-hmm. is it a problem? Absolutely. Yeah, you know? because it doesn't just stay on the beaches. Once that shore and that, that, that tide comes in, mm-hmm. it can wash it right back into the ocean, mm-hmm. which damages the marine life. Exactly. You Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so um, could we talk a little bit about, then about, like how you mentioned, Ms. Indy, what are some of the damaging effects that, so, that it would have on our environment? The half-life of... Or, or the amount of time it takes for a lot of these products, plastics to break in down, to mm-hmm. photodegrade, is, mm-hmm. it, it goes up into the thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You yes. Know? So certain things, when you throw them away, they're not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. So no. this is obviously a problem. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, we, we need to take it seriously. And, yeah. And um, again, a lot we, of people take the marine life for granted because they uh-huh. feel like. Yeah, there's plenty of fish in the sea, but then what has that fish ingested yes. exactly. over the course of the years of mm-hmm. stuff being tossed into the ocean, exactly. um, turtles and other fish and other, you know, things mm-hmm. in there with the, 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 you know, the plastic things that they used to hold to keep the soda the, the, cans yeah, together. Yeah, the soda rings, yeah. They're getting those things wrapped around them, and as they're growing, these things are not, mm-hmm. you know, they're st- staying the same. I'm, <laughs> please watch Happy Feet. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> You know, I I, I I wanted to I wanted to add to that too. You know, I was shocked doing some research for this show. There's something called microplastics, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, noodles. and fish ingest those. They eat those, and then they end up in us. Exactly. So to be perfectly honest, a lot of y'all out there figuring. Well, I do in Kentucky anyway, so I straight ice only eat from the sea. Oh, okay then. You mm, okay eat some other stuff too from the sea. <laughs> you okay would then. be surprised at what's going on in the caves. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, you 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 ain't necessarily escape. Mm-hmm. They no. know more about space than they know about the ocean. Oh, okay then. Um, the ocean on this earth, so I should tell you something. Okay. So when when we when we talk about marine life in the country, mm-hmm. um. On a scale of one to ten, exactly how much trouble are we in? One being, oh my God, we about to die. Ten being, God just created the earth. Well, to, to quickly um, finish up on the question mm. you asked before that about how it affects the, the marine environment, life, yeah, the, yeah, the marine life uh, depends heavily. At least a, a lot, the large majority of the marine life we have here depends heavily on the reef, the coral. Okay. The coral is is important. Mm-hmm. We have uh, diseases that have been present on our coral reefs that have been responsible for taking out a lot of the species and Mm -hmm. uh, you add to that a very uh, newer type of of disease called stony coral tissue loss disease Mm -hmm. I recently had an opportunity to go to a learning exchange in Key West where uh, it was discussed that uh, this disease is rapidly moving sweeping across the Caribbean Mm -hmm. and um, 
if you add that to the fray as well as climate change, mm-hmm. you know, these are already enough things that are attacking an environment that is home to so much marine resources. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to add to that problem by littering. So if you have the corals being bleached, you know, and oh, I hate a, to see that shit. Yeah, the coral will turn white. Mm. And this is actually not due to people dumping noxious substances like beach up on the reef, but it's actually due to one part of the corals dying off and simply leaving behind the, the exoskeleton, which is white. Mm-hmm. So that term bleaching of the reef zone there's coral is actually two creatures uh, with a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. uh, zooxanthellae which is um, very very tiny photosynthesizing creatures that mm-hmm. bond with the polyps that make up the coral so okay. when you remove the zooxanthellae you remove the color they would mm-hmm. give the coral the color, color so okay. it, it turns white but basically this type of bleaching effect is happening due to the acidification of the water and uh, the temperature Mm. coral live in a very sensitive temperature range. These uh, are, are killing out. I mean, over 50% of the reefs in the Bahamas are dead, you know, due to various reasons. What? Wow. Yeah. Why, I feel wow. Like, why I feel like Dorian finding Nemo when, when Marlon was telling the story about um, how he lost Nemo and the thing. Um, this is just so interesting. Listen to me. I'm <laughs> this drawn is gonna, into uh, what he's saying. This, this is going to be good. Uh, I can uh, tell. I mean... Mm-hmm. Fifty percent of the coral. You sure it ain't like twenty five? Fifty percent? It's it's more than way more than that. I just is that just on Grand Bahama? Or is that no, like throughout uh, the whole across, across the Bahamas, wow. across the entire archipelago? Yeah, the projections uh, would be by twenty fifty, possibly there wouldn't be any coral left at all. What? Now, what would so, that mean um, for the rem, so um, marine life? So globally, globally, so, so is th- that what has that caused? Uh, okay. Mm. That's so this lot. is why Coral Vita is over here trying to create these corals or something like that. That Coral Vita place, but but was open and like they're trying to create. Yeah, what they're doing. Um, that's one of uh, the responsibilities uh, of the department mm-hmm. uh, to, I guess, uh, make sure to have a good working relationship because a lot of these companies would have to get permits and so forth from mm-hmm. the government. But mm-hmm. yeah, what Coral Vita is doing is actually very helpful okay you know uh what they're doing is trying to grow coral and uh the method that they're using is fragmenting the coral Mm. you know traditionally coral would take decades many many years to to get to the sizes some of the corals get to Mm -hmm. however the method of breaking uh, and fragmenting the coral into tiny pieces Mm -hmm. uh, the distress that's created from breaking it up Mm -hmm. accelerates the growth of the coral so Mm -hmm. that acceleration uh along with tweaking uh, because they're growing these corals in individual tanks where they could control things like the temperature mm-hmm. and the uh, acidity okay. of the water, okay. salinity, all of these things can allow them to, I guess, manipulate the mm-hmm. growth rate. And okay. they are, you know, in the earlier stages mm-hmm. of uh, this uh, research and this work, but it's, it's, it's definitely something that's positive that's, giving us hope for the future considering how mm-hmm. bleak things look as far as uh, global warming and so forth so mm-hmm. yeah they're basically glow- growing coral and children can visit the school anyone could come and mm-hmm. visit sorry the coral farm and see the process uh, in which they're growing where is it located it's uh near it's off of magellan drive it's near the old abandoned building uh, her, um, abandoned hotel uh 
or Arawak Hotel, you know that big abandoned hotel. You guys not familiar with that? Help me, somebody. Yeah, because I I'm, I'm kind of lost right <laughs> Where's now. Where's that? No, is that is that hotel on the canal somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Why is it way out there? That hotel. I mean, I I I've imagine. tried fishing out there before. Ain't no fish out biting out there. See the again. This this that's a perfect mm-hmm. example of why it's so important to preserve coral reefs because mm-hmm. that's there are the reasons are. why. Yeah. yeah, there's there's reasons why the coral are not found. Um, in large numbers in the canal system, mm-hmm. a lot of times the canal heavy can traffic. get very warm. Yeah. yeah, well, the traffic is high, okay. but the canal can get very warm. Mm. But where the water filters in and out frequently enough for it to not be stagnant or anything like that, mm-hmm. the the temperature that's to show you just how sensitive uh, the environment has to be for coral to grow mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little warm in there in the summertime and so forth. So okay. the conditions okay. are not ideal. For the coral to mm-hmm. okay, grow. you said it's out there by the Arawak abandoned hotel, like mm-hmm. in in that vicinity, like it's literally a uh, stone's throw away from that hotel. Okay, so I how, mean nobody would think to go in the back there stone? though. Well, the Gardner Grill's there. How so big of a okay, stone? Okay, okay. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. right so it's like around the, the right okay, down okay, the street, right down the street from okay, 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 okay. I think I know. Okay, I know what you mean now. Yeah. I know what you mean. How big of a stone you could throw? <laughs> I have a question. Go ahead. Those um, rigs out there in Holmes Rock, Deadman's Reef, Deadman's Reef, Deadman. in the back there somewhere, mm-hmm. are those the, the, the oil rigs? That's what we talking about. Those people. Are, oil, are those oil rigs? Yes, they are. Okay, Jack, Jack rigs. Yeah. yeah okay, rigs, so are there corals they, out there that far where they are to where they may have damaged any infrastructure? They or? They, they're in an area called. Anchorage, which which was considered Anchorage, so that's an area that's designated for vessels to wait. Mm-hmm. And the jack rig, those rigs are vessels. Yes, those you they're know, just out there sitting down. They ain't, they they ain't drilling for nothing. They're, they're, they're far enough. So why are they out there so long? What are they doing? Waiting. It's Anchorage. They're, they're, they're bunkering. To find out the location for them to dig. No, no, they they they're just being held. I, I yeah, my understanding they've been seized. Yeah, well, I mean. Remember things like oil have to be profitable enough for, for yeah. it to. So yeah, there's no money in it, no commercial <laughs> level money. I mm-hmm. don't care what it is. I just need my hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want I want to go back to the corals. Um, I, I just trying to to simplify it in my mind and for a lot of our listeners out there. Am I correct then in thinking? Um, because of some of your nasty behaving people who won't mm. throw garbage in the water. Uh, you're basically killing off the coral and the fishes is being like deuces we out yeah, they and, find and, another location. and they find somewhere else to go and then you're wondering why no fish biting on your land. Rucker, right. stop talking about ting them damn hair. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're is, right. Is, is, is that pretty much the gist of it? Yeah. yeah the, the food web is, is thrown off in a significant way if you remove important components of it. The mm-hmm. food web is all of the animals that consist uh, um like they have a network of eating. Right. Mm-hmm. This one eats that, when he's out. Right. And the minute you kill one thing off, then something else dies off mm-hmm. and it's a well, domino yeah. effect of mm-hmm. things being killed off. Or the opposite, you will just have a proliferation of, mm-hmm. a, of one species. Yes. Right. The numbers Dominating. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so that, that could be Like sea urchins one time. So, so, you, so basically, um, for all y'all out there, because I know some of y'all sitting there thinking, Okay, so why should I care? You should care because you like fry fish. You like fry fish and barracudas. No, me fucking with that. <laughs> Boy, barracuda meat so sweet. Man. And again, Jesus. But then you know, some of y'all is eat barracuda, and then your hairs fall out, and you end up in. 
PMH. Let's move on. Ciguatero. You do. Some of them is either. Yeah, but I mean, I see. This needs to be said. You know, Bahamas. We need to do a better job of keeping our environment clean. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all have heard the cheesy sins on. Not to say Media. that y'all seen the, 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 but the because, postings up. Y'all, y'all keep the Bahamas clean, green, and pristine. There's a reason why we, we, we got to go. <laughs> as cheesy as it sounds, there's, 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 there's some sense behind uh, it. Yes, it what is. What dynamite is. He said, keep the Bahamas clean, cream, and I'm... Y'all know what I try to say. So question, Mr. Brad. Do you think with them banning plastic, because, I mean, there's still plastic being circulated, what type of plastic was it that... They were supposed to have that. They probably were trying to ban, but they ended up banning the wrong stuff, like straws. People need straws, not paper straws. Then we need plastic straws. straws. Where, should it have been just styrofoam? I think anything in the any step in that direction mm-hmm. is good. So mm-hmm. any form of banning. So I wouldn't speak on um, whether they chose the right one. Progress is progress. So mm-hmm. any. Anyone that, and you know, just mm-hmm. hopefully over time, the the list expands to the mm-hmm. point where we can proudly post that we don't use any because it's not entirely necessary. No, 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 carry our groceries in. I don't, hold on, because I just I can tell you all no lie. Um, damn paper thing with this, put your breakfast in and then the paper straws. Absolute worst. Yeah, they, they, that's not it. Pepper pot, that ain't it. And then I'm I, sorry. I, I just <laughs> the most I had to buy garbage bags and all by this because I made shit. I'm shopping bags with garbage bags. <laughs> exactly. There was everything. Multi plus everything that we've discussed for the past thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Is all of that worth the minor conveniences no. of you know? <laughs> oh, I know. Groceries. You know, you get yeah. so used to these things. It's of hard. Mm. It's so hard. It's hard to break out of absolutely. Out of yeah. these we, things, we have to balance know. it, and and I know you guys just um being just joshing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reality is, you guys. There, there are some people out there that actually feel like that strongly. Like, yeah, yeah, trust yeah. me. Yeah. The coke don't taste the same. You don't get that same acid out of a paper straw. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it all. I've it ain't it, the, it ain't the same. But yeah. go go ahead. So, Mr. Brad, next question. Um, with the world being shut down for all of one year, mm. and uh, and, ve- and listen, okay, and vessels not being able to get out there and do a lot of fishing and and stuff like that. Do you think that the marine life was able to reproduce itself at a decent rate, or do you think that it's not really because you know not enough the, time? the damage that we have created? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. To reverse it is gonna take so more than a year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Again, I don't want to speak on whether you would think it might not just a smidge, just a smidge of a chance, a smidge of a just a just a uh, half a percent of a percent. I guess if that's what you want to hear, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely sure. Yeah. You know, I, sure. I, I, let's, let's go with that. Sure. Little, <laughs> because you know, you I gotta feel, be a little optimistic. You know, this is the, 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 the freshest the, the air, the air in the environment has uh, changed. Dramatically, yeah. This well, is the coldest winter that I've felt in a long time in the Bahamas, and I'm sure we're gonna have a hell of a hot summer coming yeah, along. But well, I mean, like, what are we in March? March? March is never usually still this chilly. There's still mm-hmm. a chill in the air. Mm-hmm. We're usually hot by now. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Sweating I feel bullets. like being that the air has cleared up a bit, I'm thinking maybe just like a point a zero point zero zero one percent chance that the marine life has 
caught itself just a smidget. We just need probably another hand. 50 years for that to happen. <laughs> make me smile, man. Possibly, make me smile. Possibly. Say, say, yeah, something, possibly. say something positive. Right? Say, say something positive. He say 50 we, years. We, Jeez. Yeah, we, we, I find it. Our children's children we, will we enjoy love, it. We no, love to be children, lied, children, you know? children. The thing about it is I don't want to lie about it. I want to be a realist. And yeah, mm-hmm. it is a step in the right direction, but has Good. it? Uh, resulted in remarkable um, changes and things. I I don't think so personally. Yeah, right. I'll buy that. You see, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need yeah. to hear. <laughs> it's a step in the right yeah, so, okay. yeah, and and now, so. th- with that being said, can we continue stepping in the right direction? Because my fear is, okay, we take a positive step forward. forward. And then as soon as everybody take the vaccine, they'll be out to doing dumb shit again. Uh, <laughs> you're right. And that, so, that's liable to happen. So, so, that's liable to happen. So Because they done say everybody who take the vaccine could gather together and don't have to wear masks. But shit, we doing that now. <laughs> you can cause the police come rest us, girl. <laughs> I ain't got no money for no damn ticket. No 500. Be, no 500. You you'll try, try 30 your, grand. When you hey. get your 100,000, you'll get it. Oh, shit. <laughs> she just be I'm doing just that by herself. I ain't. I don't be whatever she doing that. Lies. So, so he's my sidekick. So can can this gradual step in the right direction? Can this be sustained in the future for the future? I think we should be focusing more as a nation on sustainable ways of living, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what my family and I are practicing, trying mm-hmm. to. Uh, not necessarily live off the grid, but mm-hmm. focus our efforts more on I would do that so fisheries bad. and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. making bread and growing things in the yard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like things like, like this that, yeah. are going. That's to, what I've always I said. Want Why live, is I it want that live off the grid so bad? <laughs> we have enough islands under our sun mm-hmm. to be able to do farming mm-hmm. of fruits, vegetables, and animals. Mm-hmm. Why can't we? Use one of those islands like Andres. Andres is huge. They uh, should listen, not just be known for crabs. Yes. Um, think about it. We I, should be able to put a farm on each island for certain, depending on mm-hmm. what fruit and vegetable grows good in that particular soil. We, we spoke about this a, a couple of episodes ago. Now we can speak about it again. Tell somebody because hear me. Holly, if you hear me. Hey, well. Eleuthera, like I said, Dole and Chiquita, they all had farms for pineapple down in Eleuthera. Yes, mm-hmm. Eleuthera had parking houses where yes, they, 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 a lot of the yeah, farmers Yeah, but used we don't to, need Dole and Chiquita no but, more. But Let's do saying, our own Bahama land. What I'm land. saying is, Dole and they, 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 they bought from the local farmers mm-hmm. down in Eleuthera. They had parking houses and everything down there. Mm-hmm. It's just that after the 50s, the 60s, that Baker brain, that, that break or whoever from the from the father of the Bahamas, what he named Pendleton, the one I'm at, your hip, things started to go Somebody down. Get him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> things, man, no. started to go down. Yeah, I, because I, they now they wanted to I'll, import I'll, everything. I'll, I'll tell you this too. Um, and I know this, this is, first of all, my observation. All right, just me, Ruckus Man. Um, and I know it sounds like it comes from left field, but just go with me on this. Um, completely unrelated topic um, the illegal immigrants living in Apaco, right? They are living on land. That land belongs to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. The queen. Now, <laughs> if some of that is private land, most of that is private land. So if we, if, if we really want to stop and think about what's going on, Perhaps we need to start checking the people that own this land and put some questions to them. Now, Miss Indy, you asked, why is it that we can't have large-scale farming in the country? 
could it be that that land is privately owned? Not all of it. Not see, all of it. No, we have to uh, they start search with Bamzi. out. They start what, with Bamzi. Okay, yeah, Bamzi is okay. there. A stat. It's a okay, stat. okay. But then at the same time, now you speak of the illegal immigrants. First, mm. let's find out who if they if the property isn't owned, the government needs to go in, take hold of it, get you know maybe a hundred acres of it, mm-hmm. and 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 farm. Now, these illegal immigrants that come in here, instead of sending them back home on the Bahamian people ticket, mm-hmm. put them niggas to work. Hi, Let teacher. them farm the land. Teacher, teacher. That's, yes. that's my thoughts. But, um, um, the people in on the land free, you know, they paying the owners of the land money. I ain't worried about all that. Well, I tell you, I, I, I they ain't, they ain't gonna be there without, <laughs> without being given the but land owners money. For the bride. We get into a lot of um, rhetoric about you see how like everything mm-hmm. can sort of spiral out of control, control yeah. but the original idea would be farming and yes. the significance of it and whether it's feasible mm-hmm. and can we do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It can, can be, be done. done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm about to explain to you yeah, why. Like I personally uh, on vacation, I'm on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out I, to Brad on the vacation. Yeah. I encountered <laughs> this guy, uh, so, um, Celestin, um, Alpha, Alpha Celestin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a farm off the Grand Bahama Highway, and uh, co-workers uh, had told me that he had so much tomatoes that he didn't really know what to do with them, mm. and I went in the back there with my sister one day, and I was astounded at the amount mm. of progress that he had mm-hmm. post-Dorian, you know, rows and rows, acres of, mm-hmm. tomatoes, of tomatoes that were literally just rotting wow. on the vines, and wow. I was talking to him a little bit about it, and he gave me a box, very generous guy, gave me a box of the tomatoes, and... I was saying, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to use my platform on social media to sort of, I don't have that much of a following, but mm. I have enough to at least try to Only give you a little a bit of promotion. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, you know, he was just so grateful for that. And I put it on my Instagram, Eco Savant, and mm-hmm. I put it on my Facebook page. And um, my uh, what we did was we we baked him some bread and we brought it back and he was just so grateful for mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. and just slowly but surely he got a lot of people calling him mm-hmm. and trying to promote his farm and right mm. that's what it's about yes yeah. yes work the network of yes. sharing what, what it is you have what yes. you could do it's almost like a barter system right. we really need to get involved you know what's that. interesting about that for us as a bahamian culture that's not even like some foreign concept because our grandparents did that did absolutely. that absolutely you know so and the thing about it is these foreigners they come here for a better life and instead of sending them back to a place where they only going to try and come back here again give mm-hmm. them something to do mm-hmm. these people are very very handy and crafty in what it is they won't if work. you tell them to do something they will do that to the best of their ability and mm-hmm. trust me they ain't no lazy set of people no you know they mm-hmm. come here and they see us and they be like oh but y'all are entitled so we're going to what y'all won't do we will do mm-hmm. so all of the all of the island, islands that we have, we have mm-hmm. land that is isn't owned by anybody. Tell mm-hmm. the queen, give us some so we could produce off of it, mm-hmm. and then put them to work instead of sending them back. Let's put them to work and, and start farming on our own land, and mm-hmm. that way we won't have to get these these um, um, ge- genetically modified fruits and vegetables that come in here with no yeah, seeds and with, whatnot. I'm with that. Monsanto you know, because all of that stuff is killing off the people too. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of cancerous yes. uh, things come into your body. Yeah, yes. So yes. you know, I'm just saying, put it in the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, brother Brad. <laughs> Somebody's calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I feel like the stuff that we're getting imported from the other country, um, all of that stuff is killing us. Yes, yes. It they is. have stuff stuff specifically for 
black people and then they have stuff specifically for the Caucasians. Anglo-Saxons. And then, and, and then, and then you, what gets me is a lot of the food items I see in the food store, they got it on the packaging, export only. Mm-hmm. They're exporting it to us to kill us off. So why, why are you trying to kill off the niggas? Because export they are only. the minority <laughs> race. Once again, they are the minority. Export only ain't all about that. Ay, excuse me. You pinch no, you Yes. No, okay, it's kicking it, okay. Well, mm. uh, another one of the guys, uh, well, the lesson is on a larger scale, but uh, Jamil Campbell, he's another gentleman that I uh, met. I would always talk with him in Port Lakaya. And uh, he told me he was doing something. And naturally, if someone is telling you about what they're doing, you're like, yeah, that's good, man. But you don't really get a sense of the scale mm-hmm. or the devotion or the dedication that's involved until you visit. So I told him I'd visit. I'd pass by his yard. Now, so this is an example of backyard farming versus farming on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. His backyard farm was some of the most elaborate, mm. innovative okay. wow. stuff. I, he, I mean, he was using fridge doors as mm. pots. Exactly. Okay, okay, yes. He had a All race right. car bed mm. that was made into pots, and okay. he was growing any and every manner of summer and winter crops. Mm. And there are people that are here taking these things seriously, mm. yeah. and all they need is a little promotion. That's it. Yes. All they need is a little support from the local community mm-hmm. and uh, from the government and mm-hmm it's amazing what they could do because if you have a passion for something like I have a passion for this, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to remember Lysol Loma Latisilicum. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. for me to remember different things that, that it's just a passion. Say that again. Know? Say that again. Can you can it, remember it, but can you say it? Say, say it again. Wild tamarind. Well, that's the scientific name for wild tamarind. Say, it, say, it, say, it, say the scientific name again. Lysol Loma Latisilicum. Lysol Loma Latisilicum. I used to laugh the makeup, but that's what sound Okay, Lysoloma Latisinacuma. Cool. Latisinacuma. Y- y- y'all sound like y'all speaking Latin. Hello. Right, Latin. Bite, bite <laughs> it is, it is Latin. It is I bite my tongue. I want to talk a little bit about the whole um, idea and, and notion of backyard farming um, as a way of subsistence. Um, how long does something like that take? The reason why is. It's, it's been my observation. It's only until we get ourselves in a corner, you know, and it's it's used as like an argument point. Oh, but the, the government need to promote backyard farming. And what I ready to go back. What have to do it, though? Why yeah. can't you get yeah, out exactly, there and do it? Exactly. Why people don't stop? Y'all stop Plenty depending are, on the government, man. Up, Shit. I grew up in young days in Dead Reef. One of my great grandaddies had a field. Mm-hmm. You go dig potato, you go snap peas. We all grew up off, on, 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 off those things. Off but, the land. But, but, but the, 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 the backyard farming, I'm sure, as well, Brother Brad could attest to, that's not something that happens overnight. No. No, but if you get started. Exactly. And, and ain't nobody got to give you nothing to, to start. To start, right. You can go buy a tomato at the grocery store and plant that sucker. And you can have you a whole um, field of tomatoes. So could, yeah, could, you, could, you, could you speak to that, Brad? Like the basics of starting backyard farming, um, what does that actually entail? Well, personally, um, from my own experiments, um, uh, my... Well, I, working in the department, um, it's a min- the Ministry of Agriculture and Marine Resources. Mm-hmm. One department is Marine Resources, one department is Agriculture. I work in Marine Resources, but mm-hmm. Agriculture had a promotion where they were, um, they had these kits mm-hmm. to start a backyard farm. Okay, okay. I got All one right. of the kits, and 
I procrastinate a little, as mm. most payments do. Yeah. And eventually, <laughs> we, you get yourself in a situation where you're like, hey, I could see where now is the time to start mm-hmm. because eventually, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to spoil all the components in it would get lost away. So yeah. we just started it. And uh, I'd say that was maybe seven, eight weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I post the pictures and the videos on Instagram and, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an assortment of different yeah I've seen that yeah vegetables yeah, those, yeah. I just picked um, radishes recently mm-hmm. and uh, we're growing watermelon cantaloupe mm-hmm. you know? those are easy to catch people too. don't yeah. know what is radish you just throw the seeds on beets. the ground and weeks later you have a whole melon sitting in your yard <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and carrots and stuff and mm-hmm. it, it starting that seeing the progress encourages you to explore other what things. you can do to yeah, exactly yeah. like companion planting and you know farming. if neighbors them right mm-hmm. a lot of people like the whole village the village them what used to feed each other help each other it's gone village ain't mm-hmm. there no more like mm-hmm. I could grow onions my neighbor could be growing tomatoes the mm-hmm. next one growing sweet peppers and then on and Saturdays we get up and put a little farmer's exactly. market together we and we shop or, off, or, of, or, off or, of each other and, or even if I could bless you you could bless me but then other people come into the neighborhood to buy you exactly, exactly. I, need one. I need something you need something go on come dynamite days you just my neighbors are doing it right now we're, we're doing mm. it with each other right now and yeah. it wasn't anything official didn't take a lot of talking it out and mm-hmm. actually just eventually started doing it so mm-hmm. yeah i have a couple of neighbors that have been farming for a little while mm-hmm. i mean back at farming and we we share amongst each yeah. other and especially mm-hmm. sometimes when they get harvest they pick one three or four um cantaloupes go send cantaloupes one across the road to so right. and so yes. cantaloupe from my tree so yes. when she get a harvest she can remember i might get cantaloupe from across the way let mm-hmm. me send some onions or mm-hmm. let me send a bushel of uh, sweet peppers and I, bushels. I, I like how brother brad said it didn't really take a lot of formal talk no it just planning right the right community mm-hmm. you know and it, uh, it also which works take, out a lot better because yes. everybody who wants to come with their plans think they have the best plan but no, just no. let's come together and this is what and we got and let's just decide what to do it yeah. doesn't it also doesn't necessarily take government no. to be involved exactly yeah, so exactly. This, this is something but that wait till they catch wind of it <laughs> there goes your fat <laughs> <laughs> so you can be paid what now, I, 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 I want to uh, kind of switch gears here. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. We talked about climate uh, control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, for those of us listening or those, for those listening that aren't necessarily aware, what is climate control? Or climate change, climate sorry. Change, climate change, I'm sorry. Climate change, just over the years, uh, our carbon footprint mm-hmm. causing temperature uh, globally to rise. Mm-hmm. Um, we may or may not be familiar with the greenhouse effect yes you know um Mm. rays getting into the atmosphere Mm. getting trapped yes and Mm. superheating Mm -hmm. the atmosphere you know um is is first of all is that a myth no no it's a real thing it's actually a a real thing it's a real thing because you know you you have a lot of conspiracy theories online you know they'll say some shit you you know (laughs) i don't know if you noticed but our our summers are a lot longer winters are shorter yes and you have a lot of ice melting up in the the north Mm -hmm. and the south so now let's take that how is climate change affecting the bahamas in particular eventually we are going to be underwater mm-hmm. because as the ice melt the the, the 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 ice and the glaciers they melt 
it's gonna the water level the water level is gonna rise up, mm-hmm. and a lot of us are just basically fragments. The mm-hmm. islands are fragments. Mm-hmm. Of what broke world. off, you yeah. know, so when well, the flat well, Earth eventually. separated. Yeah, the <laughs> Bahamas. Flat Earth separated. Okay. The Bahamas <laughs> is basically the peaks of an underwater underwater well, mountain yes. mountain, mountain, mountain yes. range. So we're at sea level in the Bahamas. So mm-hmm. we're obviously gonna be the first ones to be affected. So we should be taking it more seriously. More seriously than anybody, than anybody else. else. But yeah, there's um, the mangroves, for instance. And this is where everything connects. Mm-hmm. The mangrove uh, is known as a carbon sink. You know, okay. the ocean is a carbon sink. Okay. Carbon sequestration um, is basically the greenhouse gases getting absorbed into certain substrates or mm-hmm. certain environments. Mm-hmm. And you have places that are better carbon sinks than others. Okay, and, okay. You know, they are helping to slowly reverse these processes that you know, if we destroy the mangrove, if we destroy the ocean, mm. you're gonna oh, you're gonna catalyze the superheating of the planet, mm-hmm. which is gonna make places like this disappear a lot quicker. Yes. So, does yeah. does 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 it affect um, natural phenomena? We just had Dorian. Would Dorian be a absolutely heat is what feeds hurricanes? Mm-hmm. So, and because we are extremely heat, hot, more hotter than we have been before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The temp the hurricanes are going to be more intense. Well, if it, let's exactly. well, we let's need to shut the world down again for another <laughs> another year if, or if, so, so we, our climate can be cool. Because listen, I can't do another Dorian. I mean, let's let's think about it. If you think about the intensity of the hurricanes and the frequency they've been coming, mm-hmm. you can start at Andrew. That was ninety two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and come forward. They've been growing. Like Francis and Jean. But yeah. the last one I and see, I asked last year was yes. so bad. What's that? I see, I see ass. <laughs> No, but I, I I think in in Isaias's case, um, Dorian had already decimated it, it, everything. But not only that, it had, it it used so much energy mm-hmm. in the atmosphere. It really didn't give any hur- other hurricanes the following year a chance to grow the way it did. Well, thank God. But give it a couple of years. No, and I, what, <laughs> what I also what I also think had an effect too was that from March. The whole world basically shut down. Pretty much. So all of that heat, basically, all of the emissions going up into yeah, everything had chance to had cool chance off. To, uh, mm. Somewhat, just a one zero point zero 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 one percent. We, we Wait, cooled well, off an awful I'm, lot. I'm still it, being it, optimistic because he want you know. He, I wouldn't he, want you guys to be yeah. misled by the fact that that there's intense hurricanes and then there's a break and. Mm. For us to think that we had so much to do no. with the fact that mm. I'm just being a realist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we know what, that. We know that. Yeah, a lot of people who not yeah. like about me is the fact that keeping it real. Like, but the, but, the, but the dip that you see the, yeah. is not so much due to what we've yeah, done. But done yes. We're quick to take credit for but, things. Yeah. The we ain't do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there are highs and lows. There yeah. are highs right, and lows. Right. There are intense yeah. hurricanes and then there are times when they're not intense. Exactly. And then there are times that you don't have any hurricane. Yeah, well, I, I guarantee you that they're going to get worse. Yes. So don't yes. look at it as we're out of the woods. No, we not. Should be just in the middle of it. Yeah, no, no, no. We, we might be out of the woods, but we're still in the forest. I yeah, mean, yeah. and then you know you have you have you have other um, environmental weather systems. You got El Nino and La Nina. Mm-hmm. They also play a part in you know the intensity of these storms. And you got typhoons yeah. and tsunamis and blizzards. And, and, and would the Bahamas tornadoes. ever be in the path of a tsunami? Um, depends. If the earth plate depends shifts, I guess. Depends on where the uh, earth, depends I, on an earthquake. The te- the te- what are called the tectonic, tectonic plates? plates. <laughs> yeah. Depends on an earthquake and where it's positioned. Um, 
normally for us to be in a wave, it would have to be a tectonic plate in between United States and Europe. That tectonic plate, uh, right there, that ridge right there. And a category or a, a point nine or something on the Richter scale, mm. underwater could send tsunamis this way by because we are the only islands in the Atlantic Ocean. Well, I'll, 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 I'll say it like this oh. and then we'll throw it to Brother Brad. Um, if it's anything the last five to seven years has proven, anything is fucking possible. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Don't sit back and sit. Cause if, if I'm not mistaken, there were tremors felt in New Providence. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, the amount of intensity is uh, yeah, as the years go on, things get more intense. So. And then mm-hmm. everybody Same. digging for Earl and things like that. They ain't find <laughs> Earl, yeah? They ain't find Earl, but yeah. they, they ain't find oil, but they find Earl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then. Okay. <laughs> And all of all of that all of that has an plays in a fact or part on the yeah. tectonic plates and all that pressure releasing from under Earth. Mm. Fix so. it, Jesus. Not the white one, but the black one. <laughs> the hair with wool. <laughs> and the feet like bronze. I can tell you now, that. I, I wanna ask okay. this question. I wanna ask this question, right? And but about you can feel free to not answer or respond, you know. <laughs> from an official standpoint, right? But I got to ask. <laughs> Um, seeing as that we are in Grand Bahama, and Grand Bahama is an industrial zone, and we have all type different chemicals and oil plants and, you know, all of that. I'm very certain that there are protocols that must be followed for these companies to exist and for them to be dumping things that, you know, that they don't need anymore, like, you know, waste and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. So, can you... Speak to the fact, Brother Brad. Is everybody playing by the rules or we got some bullshit going down? Hold, hold on. Keep it all hypothetical. No, well, <laughs> well, personally, I'm here of my own you know, yeah. volition. Yeah. I'm not representing anyone. Because you're off on Saturdays. You're off on the weekend from that. You hell, you on vacation and all. Don't let it be a staycation. Keep it all hypothetical. Yeah, personally. Hypothetically. Personally. My own opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Nobody plays by the rules. Well, not 100%. Yeah, mm. so when you... Ask personally. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to stay in the shower. <laughs> 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 He's trying to drag yeah. you to the deep end. We the freaking in the, in the tongue of the ocean. Shit. Yeah. But no, I mean, yes, uh, environmental issues, you mm. know, you, there's always going to be a cat and mouse game mm. with big business and industries trying to find ways around disposal of waste. And mm-hmm. we haven't mentioned any personal no. no, 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 no. We've no. been calling any names, so no, no. we're speaking very hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the reality of it is, is as long as there are big players uh, that are trying to find efficient ways financially to alleviate certain problems mm-hmm. such as waste, mm-hmm. you're going to always have the dilemma of of mm. whether we're going to allow them to play okay. by the rules or not or okay. turn a blind eye. So okay. that's a part of life. Yeah. Ms. Indy. Um, those cruise ships that are out in the ocean, the ones, who is it? Uh, I don't want to call its name. The ones that, you know, release their... Shit. Okay. Black water. Black <laughs> water. Is that healthy? It's not healthy for our no. for, for the environment. There are strict it? codes that the cruise ships... 
uh, have to abide by, mm-hmm. and the penalties are very high very, very for high. violating mm-hmm. any of. And these are ISPS standards. These are global standards. Okay. So, yeah, this. Um, I think a cruise ship was fined almost fifty million. Who did they pay you to? They, um, I can't. Don't quote me on the exact. Um, figure, but mm-hmm. it was found uh, almost that much. Who for they pay you to? I they pay it to the, to they the pay? country, to the government, the, to the treasury to of, that, of that of that country. I ain't saying which country, mind Because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I may have read or or heard that there was one of those major cruise lines yes. that were dumping mm-hmm. in our waters. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I yes. do so remember that. They do got, remember they that. Who they pay the money to? The government. The fine. They pay the money to the government. Government. Mm-hmm. What y'all do with the money? Put it in the treasury. Oh yeah, it went in a consolidated fund where the what was all that time. No, but okay, that's, that's another like story. Okay, that's then. another story. We are, not, we are in environment right now. We ain't doing politics <laughs> tricks today. <laughs> we are in environment. <laughs> but right. anyway, moving right along. So uh, as as we bring the the discussion then to a close, I do want to ask: um, when it comes to environmental issues, brother Brad. What is it that you wish Bahamians would take more seriously or understood better? I'm glad you asked that. I really feel like we should put more energy into programs and people Mm -hmm. that obviously take it seriously and are obviously trying to have an impact on things. Mm -hmm. Started in the schools. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like make sure we give the roses per se mm-hmm. to people that have had an impact on these things mm-hmm. and try to give them as much encouragement and funding as possible mm-hmm. because again like you said Miss India it starts in the schools and it starts at a young age mm-hmm. and fostering that passion is not on everybody's agenda but it's ultimately going to pave the way forward for a generation of right. children that are mm-hmm. going to realize the importance mm-hmm. of what people like myself are trying to do mm-hmm. and I appreciate the platform to be able to of course of course appreciate yeah, of course. you accepting I, I, yeah. I, I want to add something to that too I do agree mm-hmm. that it needs to be in the schools but there also needs to be a societal probably mental shift and I say that because the mental shift won't come until it starts in the schools you think so unless you have been introduced like Brad yes, has like Brad was introduced to it at a very young age you don't have very many parents out here mm-hmm. that give two pinches of puppy shit about the environment they, they, let, they, are, they let the school yeah. teach them they, they, they allowing the school, the school teach to teach the, the, the children well, the, 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 the regular syllabus most parents don't teach their children anything outside of what's being taught in school no, I, 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 I get that right but my thing about it is, I remember growing up, there were children in my class who wanted to be farmers. And the teachers would encourage that. Unfortunately, some of the ignorant parents would say, you ain't going to go do nothing. Dig no up bush. in the ground. You ain't going to go dig up in the bush. You ain't no Haitian. That's some of the most ignorant bullshit you could I ever hear. I bet they wish mm-hmm. their child was digging in the bush like a Haitian <laughs> now. Exactly. <laughs> Mind you, know? you, there's this passion that was invoked. I started to tell a story earlier mm-hmm. about the National Geographic and their importance, but mm-hmm. I was going to further elaborate on the fact that this wasn't awoken until many years later. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there's a lot of things that come in the way of that, like uh, as you get older, naturally you're going to have ideas of wanting to go with the money. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a marine pilot, like a harbor pilot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I even. Uh, went for a semester to a maritime college where mm-hmm. I was convinced that that's what I wanted to do and as the curriculum 
unloaded and mm. I realized that it wasn't necessarily the direction I wanted to go in, mm. all of the steps that happened in my life led eventually to this passion being discovered. Okay. It took me being unemployed, being uh, let, up, let go from the container port. Mm -hmm. I was uh, assistant vessel planner there. Okay. So always in the marine realm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You, you know, stayed in the area sure. but you did, and yeah. you didn't yeah. very far yeah. from it. Exactly. Not yeah. sure of where I wanted it to go. It took Christmas Day 2011 um, going on my first tour with a, with a guide um, following him, shadowing him and mm -hmm. realizing, you know, well I, I did have at the time a degree in tourism uh, marketing hospitality operation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know I was thinking hotel management not tour, not tour guide you know? mm -hmm. and long story short years into um, doing these tours I thought wow this is this is I love this mm -hmm. it came I natural learning, yeah. I learned the, the spiel within a matter of days mm -hmm. and I just kept adding to it learning the different types of vegetation the ecosystems first then the type of vegetation and the animals and then the scientific names and mm -hmm. then different facts of able to answer tertiary level questions and mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. and it just kept going it kept expanding and it, it was it came very easily and i was like wow god this is what i'm supposed to be yeah, doing. yeah. you you, you, know? you so, found where you're supposed yeah. to be mm -hmm. and now you're just excelling yeah for y'all who don't know what tertiary is that's college or university well, <laughs> i still finish level. with him it's for the day third level third level shut <laughs> his mic off man <laughs> shit <laughs> so I, Oh, some people that may be like, what was tertiary? You know, we don't, we don't be hearing it. That's a word. No, well, no, no. Because, people, people because, I'm there, you know, Lyra, you go on and say tertiary, right? Somebody say, and Renwood well said about the prime minister. No, Hold the fuck see, on. See, no, you, that's not what he said. You, you I don't know. think, I don't think Mr. Wells even know what he said. You but know, anyway, a, a lot of our vocabularies ain't that extensive. Well, so. one, one method that I do encourage and that I do a lot is I'm not scared to use big words because mm -hmm. I don't think. People are too simple-minded to, mm -hmm. to, if not you, if you don't understand it, to look ask. it up. The yeah. dumbest exactly. question is yeah. the one you don't, don't ask. ask. Exactly. exactly. So I'll use a big word. My daughter is a vocab. She's a she's a dictionary now mm. because I use all sorts of words in front of her. All mm. kind of and that's a good thing. Words. That's a very good thing. Children are sponges, mm -hmm. and they soak up. And what they don't understand, they ask questions. Exactly. That's why I'm saying if we were to implement this ecosystem tripping thing into mm. schools at an early age get these children allow them to come to school with their little farmer overalls mm -hmm. on and some gloves and whatnot and let them dig up in the dirt and find yep. some stuff yeah. you'll be amazed at how much things that these children will soak in they mm -hmm. may not use it right out of high school some of them might let it go just like how you did and come right back to it full exactly. circle mm -hmm. exactly and if, if uh, for a lot of parents out there you started to allude to it earlier Ms. Indy um, wishing that their children were digging in the dirt. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of the, in, in times past, and it's resurging now, a lot of the black millionaires you see in America, in North America, mm -hmm. were farmers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They because they got the paid out by those big uh, co uh, companies to... Uh, they did all the hard work. Yeah, but the, the farmers, everything was you know, in place. Then they want come to me. Let me give you. Let me give you a couple of millions. Like yeah. They know black people you like know, money for me to <laughs> mass produce. <laughs> let, me, let me give you a couple on a different scale. But what I, what I will also say is, while there were black farmers in the fifties and sixties that did that did sell their farms, there are those, especially in Middle America, that didn't because mm -hmm. they saw. Wait, hold on, wait a minute now. 
this look like this going in a direction we don't need right, this to go right so um thank you um Monsanto but no thank yeah. you you can, yeah. you can I, keep your 2.5 billion I can grow my potatoes myself because exactly. Idaho potato is still sitting pretty on acres and acres <laughs> I could and tell acres you but that. you know what once the pandemic hit mm-hmm. a lot of those potato farmers had potatoes just sitting in the sheds just rotting, rotting yeah. mm-hmm. they had potatoes just sitting there just like they don't know what to do they couldn't yeah. the potatoes were already in mass production and because of all of the restaurants of, of, across America and mm-hmm. the world had shut, shut, shut down, down. Yeah. they had millions of potatoes just sitting there get them yep. way get them way mass but, potato but scallop potato yeah. <laughs> potato <fries>. all rotten there's a lesson to be learned in that because one of the ways we can generate revenue in this country is by putting more of an emphasis, an emphasis on agriculture exactly. and um, marine and fisheries. Mm. Bamsi gets downplayed at a lot. A lot of people but, really downplay yeah. Bamsi, and Bamsi is there to help. Exactly. But then it's that's just a small infrastructure it's be a to something wild. that could be so grand. Yes. People don't realize we got well, how, how many islands under the sun? In the song, say 700 islands under the sun. Yep. We got plenty of them. Can we please use at least 200 of them? Bamsi was and a stop good selling star. us off like a cheap $2 hole. Bamsi was a good start, and it's going to be um, a couple more years before the presence of Bamsi is really, really felt throughout yes. the length and breadth of the Bahamas. Yes. But the, 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 the fact remains that they started. Yes. We are on yes. the verge of being able to sustain ourselves exactly. and cut mm. off all this importation because yes. at least we get an organic food out of from Bamsi. Yeah. Yes. No GMOs. Mm. No. I would hope. No, no, no. But then that's not enough to sustain the whole country. This is what I'm saying. It's a step that, in the right yeah, direction. Yeah, it is a step. It's, it's, it's a, a large while. step. It's going to be a while before they get to that place where they can supply. All of those students who are at BAMSI that's, you know, taking their parents' money and, and using it Good. to attend BAMSI, BAMSI I pray free, that mm-hmm. when they get out, it ain't free. BAMSI gets no, scholarships. I, yeah, no, they but, got not every, but not everybody free. ain't free. Yeah. And those who are there having to pay, I pray that when you get out, you repay your parents by implementing what you have learned. Exactly. You know, don't exactly. just say you went to Bamsi and got your degree and then bam, you're sitting in somebody's office pushing mm-hmm. paper. They say pumping gas or something. Listen, like that. that is not going to work. Are, welcome to my Wendy's. How may I help? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like it, to supersize? I, 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 With or without cheese? Um, I, I know Bamsi is more along the agricultural uh, spectrum. Is there a, an equivalent for fisheries? Mm, no. Not no? yet. Um, Personally, mm. I feel like um, marine resources, fisheries should be the main industry. That's just mm, my yeah, personal opinion. I agree. And I, I, I see know, it. you know, agriculture is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Feeding yourself is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do it by land, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there's lots of subsidiaries that fall under agriculture mm-hmm. because it's, I guess... It's more being applied globally mm-hmm. where we can follow a model, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, fisheries, I feel like it's a frontier that we should be at the forefront of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those um, opportunities uh, are opening as we see that the world is um, becoming smaller no, like, yeah. to globalization, yeah. but mm-hmm. also changing due to the pandemic. To make it not, yeah. You know, so I So fisheries is like fish farming? The, yeah, mm. um, um, fisheries is everything encompassed. Marine resources is, mm-hmm. our, is the new name. Okay, but, okay. Um, mariculture mm-hmm. is, I guess, a practice of farming uh, in the sea. Okay, and okay. Aquaculture is like 
on the land. On the, okay. Okay. But yeah, these are things that I feel have tremendous potential. And again, this is just me. Because I remember Mr. Archib wanted to do a fish farming a program, to do yeah. f- program for to read college. college yeah. And um, I don't know what's. I toured mm. the conch farm down in Turks and Caicos mm-hmm. when I lived down there. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting, interesting. And the only thing they pay the government is that they put 250,000 conchs back inside the ocean every year. Mm. That's a, that's a big deal. That's, mm-hmm. a, big, that's a very big deal. That, they, that That's the only thing that the government gave them the land and everything else. The only payment is you put 250,000 conks back into, into, is, is, in, into is something the like that Is something like that feasible for the Bahamas? Do we even have protection sure. on so the conks? Because I'm tired of seeing these people come with these snails out of these... Sh- they raping the conch, man. I mean, I know they're sweet a, because they're nice and tender, but you can't, mm, you can't please allow the conch to grow to yes. a decent and age. See, and that is why Turks and Caicos is going to always have uh, a very big, uh, good conch. Mm-hmm. Because every mm-hmm. year they put 250,000 conchs back. Yes. Every, every year mm-hmm. they do. There's no justification for uh, getting illegal on this size comes no mm-hmm. no none and when you look at a number like two hundred fifty thousand, i know that seems That's like a lot. it seems like a lot but it's but not it's not really. but, but it's not really because a lot of them don't survive well i was gonna say actually a conch can have five hundred thousand babies one time what mm-hmm. every time they oh, wow. produce it's a sack that okay okay half a million babies wow. yeah they could do that three times a year okay so you take one roller as they call them or mm. a juvenile conch and you take him out of the water and prevent uh, that conch from reproducing mm-hmm. it's 1.5 million babies yes wow. say they do it for 20 out of their possible 30 year lifespan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're talking about trillions trillions of conch you know yes. yeah so yeah it's absolutely amazing that they're putting a quarter million back but when you look at the amount of conch you take out of the picture from removing one and these guys are taking hundreds at a time just mm-hmm. because they don't want to go far enough mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. out you know yes and pile, pile them up and yes. them yeah. put them in one spot you know it's crazy but you know we just I, I would I would I would say to Bahamian people as well because you know we could get real ignorant when we get ready child I don't give a fuck I don't know it's on the weekend I need to have my conch salad and then, hold on now nah, here's the thing you could keep up that attitude now and then 10, 12 years down the line, you when, you, when you don't have conch at all, now you won't be extra mad or mm-hmm. you can exercise some restraint and some patience mm-hmm. and let the conks catch their damn self. No, How long does when it take? they have to bring in the conch from another country uh-huh. and it don't have hey. the same taste, uh-huh. then, it's then you're paying extra. Or you find yourself eating lamb conch. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, and and you, you, you sitting here wondering why the conch started is $35. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen to me. You'll never see it. Yeah. How, well, how, how long does it take for a conch to get to the... Uh, Mature, 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 yeah, mature size. Five to seven, well, yeah. They have a, um, they do a metamorphosis, so they have mm. a process. I like to explain it that yeah. so you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, man. So you, you, in a part of the metamorphosis, they're going to be in the ground for a year. So mm. when they hatch from that sack that I mentioned, mm-hmm. they turn into what we call villagers. Okay. These villagers will make a pelagic journey. They'll go into the open ocean and mm-hmm. they'll float for a significant amount of time mm-hmm. out there where they're gaining wings. So okay, okay. From four uh, lobe villagers to six lobe villagers. So mm-hmm. people don't look at this process. You're mm-hmm. just looking at it as a conch. So mm-hmm. 
getting into depth, it, it gives you an idea of the exactly. cycle, the story mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. each conk tells before they it turn into what we to get. your cup mm-hmm. of so, tropical yeah. conk salad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there is a very long process. There is yeah. an illustrated book that I I read in school in Bimini. Mm-hmm. It's a Bohemian book about the life of a conk, mm-hmm. and it shows. They tells the whole story from it comes from this. To the shell, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they still have that book or if they still uses it in school anymore. Uh-huh. But it was very, 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 very detailed. The mm-hmm. life of a conch from how does it get to the shell? Does the shell? I mean, does it grow on it? Wait, how does that? Wait, talk. Speak to me. Let's go okay. in depth again, because <laughs> I want to know how the conch does get in the shell. We crack the conch open, take it out the shell, and then we throw the shell to the side. Mm-hmm. That they need to just break down the shells and mix it in the tar and pave the roads and eight mile rock and all the other places. But anyway, we can talk about that. Let's go. How does how does the conch get to the shell well that villager uh phase mm-hmm. after it's done with that it goes into the sand for mm-hmm. about a year and it builds a shell so really so the conch builds its own shell mm-hmm. yeah absolutely okay and that as, is as, as, freaking as the, awesome all right all right that get, is awesome all right. mm-hmm. as it get bigger the shell gets bigger and just you see the lip and things yeah. like that so all right, all right, all right. So you can tell basically the how lord the knows if i wasn't scared to dive deep in the ocean <laughs> i won't go check this stuff out i don't know if you noticed but uh, on the conch when you look at the shell you see like it's like this like it's like it's grown yeah like a spiral yeah yeah basically that's how it so 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 okay then so we talk about the shell we need to have a part if <laughs> 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 we, we talk about the shell, then where does the pearl come from? It's the pearl sand, is a sand, sand, right? It's a green of sand. Well, all, all, that shell itself is made out of calcium carbonate. Mm. Calcium carbonate is not only the land we're standing on, mm. the sand that the conks bury themselves in to make the shell, but the tiny little particles of calcium carbonate are floating in the open ocean. Mm. They have a grafting process where they'll layer. Uh, ah. of calcium carbonate okay. mixed with a natural protein that's called nacre that they create mm-hmm. and the mixture will form that uh, nice refined uh, very solid it's one of the uh, most advanced polymorphs that are available mm-hmm. uh, today mm-hmm. um, and it's naturally created from the conks okay. um, they've just formed the shell and over their 30 plus year life that shell will get thicker and thicker and thicker, and it's highly prized. So when you were talking about just throwing a shell away, mm-hmm. we're throwing away millions, millions of yes, years. because yes. I noticed. Uh, but when I was growing up here, um, they had ro- on fishing hole road mm-hmm. stink a conk. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they bagged them up and shipped yeah, them to China. Yeah. Why? That's because money. They were using them. They were processing I, them and using them. They're getting paid to do that. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but, 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 but I mean, my, even, even so, even my so. My thing is with the. Okay, didn't they, they pave the streets in Cable Beach where they did the. What was it? The Malia Hotel? Malia, yeah. Didn't they crush the conch down and yes, they did. blend it into the tar and yes, they did. made the streets? Yes, that's they did. A, why can't. Why? What? what come, hello. That's. that's um, a different process? That's. A, I'm trying to find a euphemistic way of saying this, but. <laughs> There's so much more that mm. you could do in it in such a more refined way, and mm. it's so valuable that it'll never be publicized exactly how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. And you have to be in internal circles to, right, understand. to understand. Just yes. looking at it as a, something that's in the way that it's we can not possibly valuable send to unless it's processed. Right. But, but yeah, which is which is which is why you know, as you were saying earlier, Miss Indy and Brother Brad, you know, educate the children. If, exactly. if they if they if they know that this thing that the, the people throw away if they know that that's valuable 
It is very that valuable. That's going to become personal to them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're going to have to start with the younger generations because the older ones are set in their ways. Like Whitney Houston said, I believe the children are our future. So, hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) We got to teach them. They didn't teach my generation growing up in Mm. school about what Mr. Brad Mm. is speaking about. Yes. And I wish that they had because mm-hmm. I like to play in the dirt. I don't play in the dirt now. I, I You know, I just thought you was going to get in the character from coming to America. Oh, sure. I do believe <laughs> the children are a future. Teach them where hell. Let them be chocolate. All right, so I, I want to I wanna end off by uh, giving the floor to Brother Brad. Um, is there any other parting thoughts you wanted to share um, to the audience out there before we wrap things up? Yeah, just like everybody to uh, check out the channel, Brad's Bahama Eco Trip mm-hmm. on YouTube. The links will be in the description. Yep, and uh, just to let everybody know that it's it's worth it. You know, the environment, uh, learning more about it. You know, not necessarily feeling as if it's not cool to know mm-hmm. everything about the country that you're from. Yes. And to delve into the understanding of uh, ecology. Mm-hmm. It's uh, actually very fulfilling interesting work mm-hmm. and it could be your passion to you might not even know it mm-hmm. until you get involved and uh use opportunities uh that you learn something to share with others that mm-hmm. will keep the information to yourself mm-hmm. something i did for years uh before i started sharing information and people were fascinated by the level of interest that i had in mm-hmm. it you know because mm-hmm. a lot of times we were discouraged as behemoths to Share knowledge is just like not cool or yeah, yeah. You're some kind of nerd because you know you, you know I'll be yeah. that yeah, I'm yeah. gladly I, I, as I being got a older, nerd pays. it didn't matter you know it didn't matter how people viewed it so I became more comfortable mm-hmm. with sharing the mm-hmm. knowledge because it's ultimately about you know being proud of your country and where you're from exactly and, and giving people the same um, pride and patriotism exactly you know? yeah. amen. Because I mean, it, it it's it's more than than junk and and collect exactly. and signs and sweetheart and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way more than sweetheart. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it definitely, I I would like to echo the sentiments of the bride. We need to take more time to learn about mm-hmm. our country, mm-hmm. culturally, agriculturally, um, marine resources, all of that. Because if we don't take the time to learn about it, we won't have a vested interest in protecting it. Exactly. Absolutely. Take and more pride in your country. Exactly. And when it's being taken away from you, mm-hmm. it's usually too late. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, it is now. Exactly. So that's not the time to make noise and that's not the but the government needs to no. Yeah. You, you, you can't Stop keep throwing everything on the government. You can't keep doing if that. You yeah, as a Bahamian yeah. citizen would get off your rectum you know what sound and like. get yeah. some stuff done. Then you wouldn't have to complain about the government selling the country cheap like it, a $2 hole in the corner. You exactly. know, that reminds okay? me of. What's that? When we was in pandemic last year and the government gone locked down the beach, everybody making noise, but the beach, your ass wasn't fucking going on the beach. No way. <laughs> no way. Exactly. So what no the hell way. are you making noise for? Oh, oh, uh, not, not, hold on. They was going to the beach. They nah, just I'm was throwing a, a bunch of trash on it. Exactly. And, and then sitting back and saying, nah. well, somebody can come and clean it up and anyway. Boop. Ever since Cup the beach opened, ask how much of them who's making noise. Ain't none of them no, on the beach. No, no. None on them. No. None. So, yeah. Except for us. We love the beach. <laughs> yeah, love we it. love the beach. So, so Bahamas, let's get it together. Let's get do it. more to protect our environment mm-hmm. so, that, that, so that you can enjoy it. 
Exactly. And then your children can enjoy and it. And their children and their children's exactly. children can enjoy it. Exactly. You know? Plant that seed in the in your child's mind now yes. as it pertains to not just the beaches, not just the marine life, but mm. also the land itself. itself yes. Teach them to go out yeah, there and, and farm in the backyard. Say, yes. Train up a child Train in the way she go. Hallelujah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Shut about a Honda. What about a Honda? It's an Aha. With that being said, oh yeah. Hey. My guest today has been Brother Brad Rutherford. Junior, tell us more. But tell us again, so where can where can we find you on the socials and the medias and the platforms and all of that good stuff? Brad's Bahama Eco Trip, uh, Brad's Bahama Eco Trip. That's on uh, YouTube, mm. and uh, my Instagram handle is Eco Savant. E C O S A V A N T. All right. So visit Brother Brad on all of his social media platforms. Uh, if you find him on Facebook, be respectful because um, yeah. Um, I on Facebook too. I might come for your ass. <laughs> You'll be catching an L. You might, you might have to catch an L. I'm not going to lie. So, this has been the Codename Agents of Chaos podcast. My, again, my special guest has been Brother Brad Rutherford. We has also had Brother T.Y. Say bye to the people for me. Adios, mi amigos. There you go. You're Spanish on your ass. You're damn skipping. <laughs> next up, we have Light Skin, Light Eyes, Miss Indy Personified. Say bye to the people for me. I can see y'all next week. Ah, next week, yeah, because we uh, if 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 I have my way, we can have some special shit next week. If I have my way, Ooh. universe, let him have his let way. Let him have his way. I want to know that special say. shit next week. <laughs> my name has been Ruckus Man. This has been the code name Agents of Chaos. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, and on YouTube. If you have not seen Sex and Sensibility Part Three yet. What the hell you you you, you, you dealing with? They waiting on part four. Oh, been, okay. Right. Well, <laughs> holla oh. if you hear me. Also, we are on Spotify, so please add us to your favorite uh, Spotify playlist. Uh, we are the Bahamas' most dangerous and most fearless podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, we are also making the move to monetize uh, uh, the the podcast as well. So in the links. Uh, in the description below, you will find the link to our PayPal link. Uh, as we say in the Bahamas, as the spirit move you, please feel free to donate. <laughs> Although we like the kind of jingles, we prefer to say that fool. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So this has, again, been the code name Agents of Chaos podcast. We want to take this time out to thank Grand Bahamas Studios for allowing us the space and believing in Codename Agents of Chaos. Big up GB Studios. There we go. Yay, yay. And we are out. out. <laughs>